Castle. It's 6 a.m. Rise and shine. Let's talk sports and welcome to the grind. And good Wednesday to you, and welcome inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser, alongside Carson Crouch, as we talk it out here on a Wednesday edition. Welcome in, Carson. Again, second opinion. Second uh, appearance. Appearance, yeah. Appearance. (laughs) Glad to be back. Glad to be back. Hey, man, it's always fun. Uh, Last week, we had Carson in for the first time. He's from, uh, by way of Give Him Six Podcast. And uh, he he brings the he brings the youthful heat. Uh, yeah, the youthful heat. The youthful heat. Bringing he brings a, a good opinion, uh, but at the same time, uh, he's a he's a different opinion. So I, I like it. He's a senior at Maryville High School and has been podcasting for several years. So he and his cousin have that going, and now we've uh, hooked him in here on the Wednesday's edition. Yeah, um, thanks for having me back. I've plan on coming back as much as possible I've had fun last time i know have fun again so yeah i always gotta i always gotta give uh give credit to the to the wardrobe of the co-host uh he he has come in fully ready to like rip through the pac-12 and big 10 oh and yeah. i say you know and i you know you probably ask yourself why do you think that well his shirt says thrasher thrasher so, so uh that's what he's gonna do. He's yeah. ready to go. Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting into it today. Ready to go. Well, you know, Carson. A lot. You know, it's amazing what a week does in sports. Oh, really? Uh, it changes the world. Changes the world. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, we didn't know if we were on the brink of total college football shutdown. I'll be honest, that would put a little damper on this show. But uh, <laughs> yesterday, honestly, by the end of the day, I want to say I had a completely different opinion of the landscape. As I did yesterday morning, Jeff and I talked yesterday morning about how, you know, you're going to have Big Ten, Pac-12, and uh, the SEC could be the only conference standing by the end of the day. Everybody else kind of following suit. But honestly, the way it went yesterday, Big Ten, Pac-12 had a light trigger, and the Big 12 and ACC says, we're just going to keep on working for the season. Yeah, we're playing. And it's it's just a throw up for grabs. And it's very odd to me that it's two two conferences in the NCAA are like, well, yeah, we're playing, no problem. Then you got the Big Ten and ACC, and no, we're not playing. Um, quick fact, I mean, 12 out of the 14 Big Ten uh, chairmen uh, voted that they did not want to have football um, in the fall. And it sounded like here at the start that they were not going to play football whatsoever. And then they said, you know what? It's kind of well, we're going to postpone it to the spring, just like the MAC did, which was a lower conference. <laughs> That's what first. I'd do. I'd follow the MAC. Yeah, follow the MAC because you know great teams in there that compete every you, year. Do you think? And I don't even know. This may be too old of a song for you. You think when the MAC comes back in the spring, they'll they'll play Return of the MAC? Uh, do you even know that song? <laughs> I do not know that song. Oh, at, at the break, you're going to know it. All right, you we're going to yeah, we're going to in what what am I going? I'm going to develop his musical knowledge. Yeah, because I, I I need to get that joke. Return of the Mac. It you it is a joke. But like we're the, forgetting we're forgetting about the Big Twelve. What what the, are they the saying? Pac twelve or the Big Twelve? The Big Twelve. Oh, Big Twelve says they're Big playing. 12, they're playing, but they're honestly 
the ACC and SEC have been the ones that stand out and say, oh, oh we're, we're playing for sure. Well, and, and I think I think it's the same reasons, really, why the Big Ten and the Pac-12, um, you know, say they're not playing is the same reasons why the Big 12, ACC, and SEC say they are playing. Right. And it's because their medical information says that it's that's – that's a that's a viable option. Mm-hmm. That's a safe option. But my wife brought out a really good point last night. I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm like, this is you know, <laughs> I've gotten really fond of the the uh, the term busted can of biscuits. Right. It took the place of dumpster fire. Like I was using dumpster fire. Like I like I like both. Yeah, but but I was like, man, this is just a busted can of biscuits. I was like, we're under the umbrella of the NCAA, right. but we are five separate entities doing our thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I, and she goes, well, but you got to realize that the Big Ten and the Pac-12 are in some hotbed areas, and she makes a good point. Yeah, like if you look at the if you look at the ACC, this side of Miami and Florida State. COVID's, I mean, I don't want to say handled, but, I mean, it's not necessary. They're not like red states, you know what right. I'm saying? Uh, they were because of the right. summer, um, and the summer always hits where South Carolina and North Oh, Carolina. I'm just talking about, like, yeah. you know, they. it's not a hotbed for, right. for the coronavirus. Yeah. Florida's pretty tough, mm-hmm. so that gets you Florida State and Miami kind of tussled in there. But, but I mean, I, I think I think the ACC understands that, that – you may have to look at Florida State and Miami and say you're going to be a road warrior or you're going to have to play somewhere else. Uh, uh, I agree, yeah. But I, I think you look at the Midwest, you look at Texas, Oklahoma, and those two teams say they want to play. And I hate to tell anybody who thinks, uh, you know, Iowa State and uh, Kansas and Kansas State's votes the same. No, it's what's Texas and Oklahoma want to do and are y'all, all the rest of y'all good red, with that? Red River rivalry. Yeah, Try to say, say that, that ten times fast. I'm good with three. Like, I can't yeah, get it three. Red but. River. We'll just call it the Red River. You know they call it the, the Red River Showdown now. Did they really? Probably because it was hard to say. Well, I mean, who thought of that? To say? I mean, if you if you ever heard Vern Lundquist say it, you would know why it was changed. Yeah. It was Red River <laughs> rivalry. But oh, anyway. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Uh, but but that's the that's the reality. So in, in the ACC, I think the – I think they actually touch something like 15 states. If you include Notre Dame, it's 15 different yeah, states. Because Notre Dame is joining the ACC for now. Hey, and they, it just doesn't make any sense. And that's all. That's a story you could talk on for hours. Well, it, I mean, it, playing the, basketball, but making sense is, has really left sports a long time ago. Uh, yeah. When I, West Virginia joined the Big 12, I just was done. Well, you know, they Notre Dame just wants to make it easy on themselves. They want to play one good team a year. And then they want to play a bunch oh, of trash teams. Whoever they want to play. Who, whoever they want to play. And then they're going to go 11-1 and one and make the playoffs. And then get mashed. And then get mashed. Um, um, I'm about it, though. It's I, every year. I mean, I'd hate to be a Notre Dame fan. I really would. I well, mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just like to think I never <laughs> dislike myself. I just much. want Tennessee. <laughs> I just want to I just want to beat him. I really do. Absolutely. Hey, nothing about some digression around here. We'll, we'll do it all day. Yep. But um, – I, I guess what I, I when she made that comment that made a lot of sense to me. You right, look yeah. at, you look at the Pac-12, they're out on the West Coast. California in general is on fire with corona. I mean it's it's eat up. You look at the Big 10, Michigan's in bad shape. You you look at some of those, you know, upper northeast t- states and teams, you know, they're in a, a little bit of rough situation. But but I also I continue to throw back and it's it's very much along those Nick Saban lines. 
what what are what are you going to do? Okay, you've said they're not going to play football. We understand that. But what criteria are we going to put in to keep them from getting it? Because their whole stance is this heart inflammation, and I can't even say the name of what that is. Yeah, I'm not but going to do that. If that's your if that's your cause, okay, you don't play football. They get it anyway. Well, then when you want to play in the spring, and I'm using air quotes, um, they still got it. You know what I'm saying? All those 35, 36 Clemson players that got it or tested positive. I, I want to continue to say that, tested positive, because getting it and testing positive, I feel like there is a difference. There is a fine line difference. Uh, but what I'm saying is, is, okay, you don't play football. You get it anyway. That trace or that, that, that side effect of COVID, that heart deal is there. Then what did you gain from shutting down football? Uh, you just you took away liability, right? And and I know, uh, you know, Carson. As as things get, I'm I'm all about if you're trying to limit liability. Mm-hmm. I understand people don't want to get sued, but just say that, right? Don't, don't say an effort of player safety. And it's it's not like they're being told. And the NCAA is not pressuring. Well, actually, I can't say that because we don't know what's going on behind the curtain. But the NCAA has not told them you can't play. Have you, and two conferences have chosen to hey, Car- play. Carson, have you ever heard the phrase, if you don't see it, it's not happening? Yes. To me, that's what the NCAA, like that's the way I look at the NCAA. Um, I always make the comment, it's real easy to lead something when you don't, when it's running. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's, it's uh, I would argue that um, I'm trying to think of like, well, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's easy to be the offensive coordinator or the quarterback's coach for Peyton Manning. Right, you know what I'm saying. That's yeah. probably the most cush job out there. Yeah. Like the only thing you're worried about is how heavy your clipboard. Because he could be the coach. Yeah, I mean he's he's doing it all anyway. So what I'm saying is the NCAA, you don't you don't really have to manage necessarily like March Madness. You don't necessarily have to manage in a general sense college football. But what makes you or breaks you as a leader or a governing body of a, of the the football world or the sports world in college in general is how you respond to when things hit the fan. And right now things are hitting the fan and they're sitting on their hands. And that's where more Mark Emmert and those guys got to step up because here's the thing. They're a governing body and all five of their, their major players, I would consider like their main board of trustees or directors. Right. They're doing five different things. Mm-hmm. Even though the ACC, SEC, Big 12 right. are going to play, they have completely different criterias. Yeah, and I mean, it's just kind of sad to see these um, seniors not going to be able to play, well, in the fall as of right now. These players want to play as soon as possible, practicing and practicing and practicing, looking ahead for this season, and, you know, we can't we can't stop COVID. Do you know they're still practicing? Yeah, and that's what's weird. That is what's weird. Well, what's weird to me is, and this is... You're going to have them play contact, but you're not going to have them play against each other. What's the difference of traveling down? Well, I just don't know what what changes. You go to class, some, I don't know what you would say, like just somebody that went to a party the previous night, and all of a sudden the the tight end brings COVID to the practice field. Mm-hmm. Now you have COVID. You don't have football, right. but you still have COVID on your football team. And, and it's, so it's all for naught. Yeah. And, and I guess like, what throws me, I guess what throws me, Carson, is six days ago, they released a schedule. 
Yeah, that 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 would that's gonna raise eyebrows right now because what was the what's the change? What happened in six days to make him do that? Did did you did you watch like so? I uh, I fixed myself like in front of the TV yesterday when I got home just because I wanted to hear every angle. I wanted I listened to Feinbaum yesterday, and if you ever if you ever watch that for more than oh, twenty yeah. minutes, you are like the toughest skin person because he's kind of dry. And he's right. kind of arrogant, and I don't know that I appreciate either one of them. But here's the deal. I watched that thing and listened to every opinion. Listen to Chris Fowler, Reese Davis, uh, Desmond Howard. Uh, I listened to the Big Ten commissioner, the Big 12 commissioner. I listened to everybody, basically, that, that, that had an opinion and wanted to talk about it. Uh, and the Big Ten's commissioner, his, his line for, well, how did you release a schedule six days ago, and then now you're, you're postponing? He said, oh, well, we wanted to get out there and put a plan in place. For uh, what? For what? If you're going to have this. And these players are mad. And these coaches are standing up for him. James Franklin said, we're finding a way to play. Well, Nebraska said, we'll play anybody. Hey, I lo- and honestly, start, I've gained, a new con- start a new conference. Or I've something. gained so much respect for Nebraska. Here's the thing. You've got Nebraska, Ohio State, Michigan. Those three I know want to play. Iowa obviously voted State. against. Iowa voted against the, the, the shutdown, so obviously they want to play. Mm-hmm. So, to me, you, you sprinkle those, a couple in the Big 12, a couple in the SEC, a couple. I want and, – and everybody's going to raise – I want Ohio State and Michigan. Bring them on. Bring them on down. Why not? We got 14 juggernauts. Let's go ahead and put 16 in there. You know, it's – why not? Just add them. If, if it's – it just doesn't make any sense to me. It really doesn't. Who does not want to play football? And who's going to sit there and cancel after putting a schedule six days yeah. ago and tell these players they cannot play this fall season? You remember Marshawn Lynch several years ago when everything he – when he would answer any question at a press conference, he'd say, I'm just here so I don't get fined? Yes. <laughs> like, I swear that's where the Big Ten Pac-12 is. They probably are. I mean they're, – They're just doing this so they don't get sued. And, and you know what? You know, there's going to be there's going to be those advocates on the other side that says, well, you know, you lose a couple football players or you lose a couple right. students because of COVID, and it was all worth it. And you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm a numbers guy. I'm a numbers guy. Survival rate is extremely high. NFL's playing into play. Well, extremely high. NBA's playing. NHL's playing. Major League Baseball's you know, moving forward. But here's the thing: this heart inflammation. This hard information. If you want to really say that's the reason that I'm doing it, shut the school down. Yeah, don't go to class. Shut the school down. It, I w- it would make more sense if there was not one school, two practice. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. I can go on and on like Allen Iverson. Oh, it's oh, just practice. And well, you know, you look at like you said, the NBA, NHL. They're finding ways to play. I know they're totally different sports, and they have different. Um, they got the bubble. Like I feel like if there was a Disney that could handle football, we should do that because right. it works. And but these these um, these sports are finding ways to play. Like the bubble, NFL's going to find a way to play. Find a way to play. Just don't give up. Mm. So I don't know. I, I think I think give ups what the the Big Ten and the Pac twelve did all about. They're hey, all about that. Like that. Like my uh, like my dad used to say. There's a lot of quit in that one. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of quit in the Big Ten oh, and the Pac-12. Sure. But, sure. hey, uh, you know what? You know what ain't quitting? SEC football right now. No, right? They we're say, happy about that. They say we're rocking on. We're watching what's going on and making good 
knowledgeable decisions. But Greg Sankey said that yesterday, but we're going to take our first break of the day. Uh, listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, we're going to talk about player options. Big 10, Pac-12, should they be able to transfer? Should the NCAA step up and let them? And what kind of landmine could that be in the landscape of college football? Oh, sure. We'll talk it all on the flip. You're listening to The Grind, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, and streaming at WKVL.com. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss it. Your hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM. Rocky Top Sports. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. At Rule Gang, we believe Christian churches and organizations make a huge difference in our communities. Now more than ever, it's critical to support these organizations. Rule King is honored to host Church Week. Through August 15th, Rule King will donate 10% of each valid Rule King receipts total to a registered Christian organization of your choice. Go to ruleking.com slash churchweek for details. And to our local Christian organizations, thanks for all the good you do. From your neighborhood Rule King, America's farm and home store. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work? Or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. In response to the COVID-19 coronavirus outbreak, and in what the Blunt Partnership sees is the best interest of its visitors, employees, and community. Taste of Blunt, slated for September 10th in Maryville. The Townsend Fall Festival, scheduled for September 25th and 26th at the Townsend Visitor Center. And the Best of Blunt Awards, booked in October, are canceled. The events will not be rescheduled in 2020. These fall events are cherished productions that the community looks forward to annually. But the current environment is not conducive to holding large events where physical distancing is difficult. Have you heard about or seen the Grand's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grand from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media but if you say i don't like social media but i like podcasts we've got those too you can download the grind podcast on apple podcast and google play music directly from the website it's a one-stop shop for everything the grind check us out online the that's the grind on 2020 has been anything but predictable but there is one thing we can count on football will be back Blunt Broadcasting is proud to remain the radio home for two of Tennessee's most successful high school football programs, Maribel High School and Alcoa High School. 
Each team looks to repeat as state champions, and your support is needed to get these great programs off and running here in 2020. So, if you or your business would like to support these great student athletes and great coaches, then help Blunt Broadcasting get their games on the radio. Give us a call and let WGAP and WKVL Radio get working for you. Give us a call at 865-724-1100. That's 865-724-1100. Or shoot us an email at info at WKVL.com. Let's work together to get your great business and these local high schools the exposure they have earned and deserve. Have you been asking yourself if it's time to take that business idea and make it a reality? Do you need help with marketing or getting a leg up on the competition? Then check out my friends at 42nd Street Marketing right here in Maryville, a company invested in Blount County and ready to help. They can take your business to the next level. Mike, Jana, and the staff at 42nd Street are a dream to work with, and I'm proud to say that they built the grindonsports.com into what it is today. But if you need marketing and maybe don't know where to start, check out my guys at 42nd Street Marketing right here in Maryville. Their phone number is 865-982-7007, or you can check out their work online, 42sd.com. Again, phone line is 865-982-7007, or online at 42sd.com. Check them out. I think you'll be glad you did. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Carson Crouch as we talk it out here on a hump day edition of the grind. Carson, we, we kind of teased as we went to the break. Uh, players are, are, are going to have to stare down the barrel of not getting to play uh, their senior season, not get to play as they lead into what was going to be a big proving year for them. Uh, was going to be a big opportunity for them to to increase draft stock or even maybe develop it in general. You know, there's all the time these seniors that finally get their moment that that become draftable that as a junior uh, just didn't have that grade. Um, that's either going to be um, not happening or they're going to have to play right up until uh, the draft uh, and, and play some spring football. Mm-hmm. Um the question came out yesterday, you know, should the NCAA uh, give some option for a hardship waiver, uh, let the transfer portal fill up? Uh, what say you? Uh, I'm not – I am stuck there because it's going to be a madhouse. You put these seniors in from the Big Ten. Do you think it should just be seniors because that's my opinion? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because if you put everybody in there, it's going to be the NBA free agency and auction house. Right. The best ones go. We want him. We want him. We're going to put George him. is like, I got a lot of money. Alabama. Whoa, give me a running back. And you're going to put these guys. These guys are going to take people's spots. And these kids are going to want to transfer. Right. I'm telling you, this is going to cause a whirlwind of a tornado. Even these seniors, it's going to cause a big, 
big deal. Was I that say an Alcoa to- was that an Alcoa comment? It was not an Alcoa comment, oh. but it's what's well, let's say it's gonna cause uh an earthquake. Or a hurricane. Or a hurricane. Yeah, either way. It's just gonna cause a big mess. And I think that we need to just keep everything in order. I, well, I, and here's the thing. It's just like the baseball guys. Right. It's just like the, the basketball people. Um, it's unfortunate. Uh, it, it's one of those things. Now, I, I, tend to, I tend to err on the other side. Mm-hmm. I tend to say you can transfer all day long, but you still got to earn the job. Right. And, and maybe that's my, my glass half full orange glasses look at things. Is Just take, for instance, Justin Fields. He still has to come to Tennessee should that be the choice, should that be an option. He would still have to come in and earn the job. Now, do I think he would have an opportunity to beat JG? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. But now, uh, do I think Brian Maurer, Harrison Bailey, and those guys could give him a little bit of fits? Yeah, because I think they know the system. You know, mm. now, now Justin Fields is a, a little bit of an asterisk because Jim Chaney was his OC at Georgia. So – it's a dynamic. It's a, it's a question to be had. Honestly, it's you don't know where you've been. I mean, I look at guys like, you know, just Tennessee-related. Jonathan Crompton. You remember mm-hmm. Jonathan Crompton? Oh, I do. Mm-hmm. You remember the, the year that Fulmer got fired? He was a dumpster fire. He was a busted can of biscuits. He was terrible. He was like, I'm not sure that he really laces his own cleats level. <laughs> And then Jim Chaney, Lane Kiffin come in. They simplify the offense. He's the dang fourth or fifth round draft pick. Right. So that level of of change and life change is possible your senior year. And Mm -hmm. to have that taken away from you. And a lot of Big Ten, Pac-12 people are going to go, it's not taken away. It's moved to the spring. Okay. Is it going to be played? Well, so what you're going to ask these kids to do is play two seasons in a 12-month period. In a single calendar year, you're going to ask them to play two Big time seasons because if they're a senior and they play the spring, they play twelve games plus a bowl game. They probably wouldn't play the bowl game because it'd be right around draft time, I'm assuming. But you you play the the spring, you play twelve games, and then all of a sudden here in August, September, you're going to ask them to step into a sixteen game NFL schedule. Right. I just don't think that's safe either. So to me, I think the option needs to be there. Now that it has to be vetted and validated. Like, hey. These are the opportunities. Now, if it's a if it's a fifth year walk on that's played a total of seven snaps in his entire career, maybe not the same dynamic. Yeah. I agree with you. I think that um, you play in the fall or you don't play at all. I like it. And that's a t-shirt waiting to happen. It right? is, and I think that you got to straight up just look at it, like you said. I I would take Justin Fields any day. I know would you, you would. I would, and the transfer. I I could I could give you that i'm pretty um, sure a couple I would seniors take here and there because i'm gonna tell you not every senior is gonna transfer no they're get, like you said they'll be that fifth year guy he's wanting to go into engineering and he's trying to stay in school I, yeah i love the feel good stories and then you're gonna <laughs> have justin fields he wants to play ball he wants, he to, wants to be the first pick in the draft absolutely so it's gonna be a mix-up so we'll see what happens but i i just want to see some football played i'm glad tennessee's playing yeah i would take one of those uh those usc wide receivers i take any of the skill position players from oregon i mean Mm -hmm. you just look at the the things to pick from i take some of those offensive linemen from wisconsin oh yeah those are big oh yeah corn fed boys right there (laughs) but uh i will say it's an opportunity because i'm 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 just looking at tennessee like if you told 
And and the the grass isn't clear. I mean, we're not ready to go just yet. I mean, we haven't made the decision not to, but you look at Trey Smith and tell him he can't play. I mean, this was going to be a huge proving year for him. He's still going to be a high draft pick. He's still probably going to be a first rounder. Right. The problem is is there's always going to be that health question with Trey Smith. If but if he plays this year, that kind of gets taken away. You look at these guys and they're all over the country that had an ACL tear game two or three mm-hmm. of their junior year when they were stepping into a starting role. So those guys need the opportunity uh, to play. And, and in my opinion, should should be given the opportunity. Now, you know, how many times have we had transfer players that don't pan out? They were good at Michigan. They were good at Ohio State. But they just, they just didn't work out. I mean, look at Florida. How mm-hmm. many Ohio State quarterback transfers did they have that didn't work? And the oh, yeah. and the one they don't get goes to LSU and wins a national yeah. championship. But you remember Appleby from from I do. Purdue? I do. Man, what a Purdue! Per yeah, who? he was. Oh yeah, Purdue. Yeah, <laughs> golly, what a team! Uh, you know uh, who who would you say is the most uh, most famous alumni of Purdue? Oh man, only one guy. Only one guy comes to my mind. Who, who is Drew it? Brees? Of course, well, yeah. Through yeah. the breeze. And, you know, you're just kind of like Purdue. <laughs> and you sit there and you just think. They do. I'll be honest with you, and this is total rabbit hole right here, but they do have really one of the coolest little, you know how when, when the NCAA, I don't know if they mandated or whatever, but they made you kind of have the change of color around the field. Mm-hmm. Like the field was green and then you would have your, your team color around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Purdue does? They have They have train tracks. Oh, that's that's cool. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. You know, that's nice of them. Now, the, I'm pretty sure Maryville High School stands are bigger than their home side, but uh, you know, it's it just is what it is. Well, in that's West Lafayette, for Vandy too. Vandy's got a high school stadium. I would take their stadium. Yeah, at a high school level. At a high school level, for sure. I mean, college are just kind of eh. maybe we could trade. Maybe maybe Maryville gets the stadium, and then yeah. Vandy gets that attendance because I'm pretty sure there was like 17 people, not family members, at the last Vandy game. <laughs> D- D- that was horrible. Remember, they tried to make the uh, what was they tried to make Vandy in the stands, and they got the. Um, I think it said Andy, and I thought it was Andy. a Toy Story. Thing. Yeah, that's right. They couldn't yeah. make the. Yeah. It even looked like the Andy. They had know? to bring in Tennessee people to help them make the V. They're, it's always Tennessee people. <laughs> it's always Tennessee people. Uh, if you're a Vandy fan, I feel bad for you. Well, you know what? You know I will say that you're you, you you should be smarter than that. But anyway, go. Ahead. <laughs> yeah. But go ahead. But uh, you know, I I don't know. I I see what you're saying, and I think that's a valid point. It could be chaos, but I think in the day and age when nothing's going on, chaos is probably welcome. Honestly, uh, but I. I would be interested, and I think the reason the NCAA is sitting on their hands on this one is because they want to make sure that legitimately the Big 12, SEC, ACC is going to get off the ground. Because if you allow them to transfer, they transfer to an SEC school and then the SEC shuts down, what Mm -hmm. have you gained? And you know, you've done nothing. This is huge for recruiting. Oh, yeah. I mean, this recruiting. Ohio State had three decommits yesterday. Did they really? Yeah. I appreciate I love that. Oh, I love it too. This is what's going to happen. This, I mean, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, it, you're going to cancel. This is what you're going to get. And these, oh, the coaches, you can only imagine. Do you see? Uh, do you see the the Donde Plowman when they when she talked? That's the Tennessee Chancellor. Did you see when she talked to the players and mm-hmm. Pruitt's standing over there? Which, by the way, I think Pruitt's been to Gus's one too many times. Have you seen Pruitt lately? Uh uh-huh, I have. He's uh, he's he's healthy. He's got a little belly to him. And uh, I'll say this, but he was standing there, and he had a mask on all day long. And, uh, 
you could see the grin under his face. He's like, we want to play, they don't, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm going to tell him. And he's, he's ready to play, too. We're yeah. ready to play. Well, he's ready to recruit, and he's he, yeah, he's ready to say we had momentum mm-hmm. going into last season, but I think he's a smart enough guy to understand he wants to validate that success because his, his seven out of eight wins or whatever uh, was very much against um, – opponents that had had a little downtrodden time too so he's trying to validate that i think a conference only look with uh with a trip to the plains where he got his first road sec win uh and then he has an opportunity uh to play texas a&m here which is another um another big time you know kind of transitional program in in the fact that they well they they've got a national championship winning coach they used to be a big-time player in the Big 12, and now they're over here. So I think he looks at that schedule and says, you know what, if we're successful in this schedule, we've made it. We're here. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think he wants – he's ready to get going. I think he understands that he's got a great offensive line ready to go. I think he understands that he has a uh, he has an opportunity uh, to really step out of the, uh, the, the hole that he was given by Butch Jones – and I think he's uh, he's ready to play in 2020, and uh, and I think the SEC wants to play. I think they oh. understand the fluidity of COVID 19, and I think they understand that shutting down right now. Like what happens? I just want to know what happens with the Big Ten, Pac 12, if they come out with a vaccine like here in the next month or so. Well, you know they were in the fi- they're in the final stages. They're supposed to have it. They're supposed to have it by January, which like it could be anytime next month. Who knows? Tomorrow. I mean, Who we knows? don't know. And this vaccine. We don't know how many strands there are. Right. Vaccine. Vaccines could, are scary things. They are. They're and, I mean, if anything can stop all this or at least pause it or freeze it for a little while, I think that's what the world needs. Um, but I, I for sure just want to see a season, you know. It's it's just college football. Everybody loves college football. Got to have it. Got to have it. it. I, I agree. Absolutely. Well, talking about pause and putting things on pause, let's put one more pause in today. Take our last break of the day, maybe our last, I don't know, and we'll uh, listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, we're going to talk about high school sports and how the absence or the limitations of college football could put high school right back to the forefront. In Blunt County, it already is, but around the country, it can make a big, big impact. We'll talk that on the flip side of the break. You're listening to The Grind, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, and streaming at WKVL.com. We'll be back. You don't want to miss it. a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. 2020 has been anything but predictable, but there is one thing we can count on. Football will be back. Blunt Broadcasting is proud to remain the radio home for two of Tennessee's most successful high school football programs, Maribel High School and Alcoa High School. 
Each team looks to repeat as state champions, and your support is needed to get these great programs off and running here in 2020. So, if you or your business would like to support these great student athletes and great coaches, then help Blunt Broadcasting get their games on the radio. Give us a call and let WGAP and WKVL Radio get working for you. Give us a call at 865-724-1100. That's 865-724-1100. Or shoot us an email at info at WKVL.com. Let's work together to get your great business and these local high schools the exposure they have earned and deserve. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19. Those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit SalvationArmyUSA.org. Have you heard about or seen the Grand's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the grind from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but I like podcasts, we've got those too. You can download the Grind Podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything The Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. Got something you're grinding on? Give us a call at 865-983-4310. Now back to The Grind with host Wayne Kaiser. 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I tell you, Carson, if if they could hear what we talk about, and we have talked everything from a certain insurance company commercials to Chris Paul to Atlanta Braves to Derek Jeter. I mean, all of that's not what we're talking about no. today. But no. hey, it's what happens at the breaks. You kind of just unwind and, and then get back at it. But but uh, but Carson, again, thanks for coming in. It's it's always fun it's talking great. with you. Uh, coming from Give Him Six Podcast. Right. Give him the number six podcast, right? The number six, yeah. Um, we uh, have been doing a podcast for about three and a half years. We try to get one out, and uh, I'm referring to we, uh, me and my cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, we try Give to him get a one shout out. out every What's week. his name? Uh, Elijah. Elijah, Elijah Crouch. Um, he does a lot. He's very, very good at um, editing. He edits all of our podcast, and um, we both work with each other one of us couldn't do it without the other one we always say so it has been amazing good experiences um had some good guys hop on our show and 
it's been it's been fun and I uh, appreciate the opportunity to come on the show a bunch and love doing it. Awesome, awesome. Well, uh hopefully uh there'll be a uh, there'll be a give him six about uh what's going on in in sports today. But but Carson talking about sports today, you know, as as right. as much as as Tennessee football kind of dominates the landscape in a lot of ways, uh in this area, uh it's it's Maryville football, it's Alcoa football. It's heritage football. It's William Blunt football. It's it's Blunt County in general. Uh, there's a big there's a big take on high school sports and 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 with the the uncertainty of of college football and with with some of the the restrictions, high school football has come out as one of the more um, I hate to put a put a a jinx on this thing, but one of the more stable. Uh, decision-making situations uh, in in our sports, at least locally. Uh, recently, you know, there was a delay, or was going to be a delay in the in the start of the season. But Governor Lee exempt high school sports from that from that uh, executive order, and now we're we're going to play on schedule next Friday night. Uh, you'll see Alcoa, I believe, hosting Blackman, and I think you'll see or you'll listen here on our on our sister station W. They're actually right here for Alcoa and then our sister station WGAP uh the the Red Rebels of Maryville will host uh William Blunt. So uh it, it's one of those dynamics that it was going to be big in this area right. regardless of what was going on. Uh Maryville Alcoa uh, for Blunt Broadcasting as well as Heritage William Blunt for the greater co- uh community. Uh those are big draws uh for for our area but talking nationally, talking even at the state level. Let's just go Tennessee state. Um do you think the the uncertainty of especially Carson Newman being postponed, Maryville College being postponed, uh, do you see high school becoming the more prevalent? Uh, we know it's going to happen, so let's support these kids kind of place. Oh, for sure. I mean, if football's on, football's on, and oh, anybody wants to see it. So, I think you look at it, and like you said, some local teams, Maryville College, Carson Newman. You'll probably have another here and there. I mean, we'll Memphis see those guys. And Middle Tennessee are big schools. We'll see what they do. Right. Um, you see, Maryville College and Carson Newman—they've already postponed the SAC and the and the USA South. They've already uh, postponed. So, so it's one of those. The void will be filled, I believe, by high school sports. And the, the thing is, there's going to be limited capacity. So, seeing them live is, is going to be a different dynamic. But uh, you can always check it out on the radio. Well, for sure, and it's going to be something that it's only certain people will get into these games. And like you said, it'll be something you'll have to listen to the radio, watch on TV, and at least we're getting to watch football. We have to be thankful for that. I mean, it's going to be something that everybody's excited about, especially this first game, and I'm excited for sure. You talk about the need for for football. Mm -hmm. You, You talk about the need. I uh I, the last night two nights ago maybe two nights ago I watched the bowl game uh, right. for Tennessee this past year I uh, I, I have Tennessee did, football recorded from so I just watch I watched it and got so mad at us because I'm like I know we win but we look really bad right now that and, was a, uh, that was a horrible game but then we ended up winning which it made it so much better well that's the only thing that saved us I'll be honest but uh but anyway uh so I'm ready I'm ready for some real live it's happening right now football and and, you know you've seen baseball and and there's there's it's not a bad game uh but I will say without fans and the popped in fan noise it's a little hokey for me Uh, I'm sitting here and I'm watching the Braves Yankees series last night which, by the way, are my two favorite teams in baseball, which should be the best of both worlds, right? You get to root on 
uh, both teams when they're at the plate. You want the right. best for either one. But I'm just like, this ain't this ain't cool. <laughs> you know, this no. this is not uh, what I was expecting. Uh, the Yankees had a really good night. Aaron Judge knocked a home run. Uh, I think that's his ninth home run in like eleven games. So I mean, he's he's on point, but. Still, it's just it's just not the same. And I think getting in the in the press box, I think getting in the stadium uh, for for a high school game here in a week or so, about a week and a half now. Uh, I'm just really excited for what that looks like. And I and you too. know, in a world that still has so many questions, uh, I think that would provide just a couple answers. I agree. Um, I I would just want to see some football and. High school, it's gonna be it's gonna be a packed house. If as it's gonna be as much as we can get in for sure. And so, so I do have a question. Mm-hmm. Like, so you're you're a senior at Maryville. You've been going for for a couple weeks now. Is is there still a buzz about football that there normally is, or is it how how is it? Oh, everybody wants to see Maryville play. Who's who's like the the we're excited to see this guy. Um. Well, I mean, it's just going to be everybody's kind of excited to see just Maryville play. We don't even know who's – we don't really get that much information, who's starting, who's – Really? And the thing is – There's no big man on campus? Well – I'm totally just I, like razzing let right me now. Let me think. I mean, it is, it is a big – it's a big deal right now with who's going who's gonna to play QB. I would think it's Carson Jones. It is, is going it? to be Carson okay. Jones, I'm pretty sure. Um, Nick Daigle. Yeah, I think he's he's, he's got D one he's got D one offers. I love Nick. Nick's a good. <laughs> Me dude. and Nick go back to third grade. Uh, way back, way back, yeah. Way and back. then um, <laughs> you have DJ Burks, great, Stud. great athlete. I tell you, when they had him and uh, uh, Drew, Crowder Drew Crowder about there, <laughs> I'm just like, throw it back there. It's your fault. Whatever happens, can't forget about Parker. Yeah, Parker McGill. That's that's gonna be a guy we're gonna have to keep an eye on for sure. He's gonna be. He's, I think uh, Thunder and Lightning, Parker McGill and, and, and Noah Vaughn, I think that's going to be mm-hmm. a dynamic. Uh, and then I'm interested in the wide receiver core with Nick Daigle. I mm-hmm. think Markel Fortenberry, I tall, think some spe- there's going to be some some pieces come out of the woodwork. Uh, talking with uh, with Coach Hunt, he's excited about his team. He, he likes the size of the offensive right. line. They've stepped up a little bit, got a little bigger in the offseason, and, uh, and, and I think he's excited for what he has. I, I think he understands what he lost in that senior class, but but at the same rate, he's ready to move forward and ready to get going on what is hopefully uh, going to be a uh, – uh, I don't want to say a resurgence because when you're coming off a state championship, you don't resurge much. <laughs> but uh, I think it's a uh, it's a, a second edition of what is hopefully going to be another great season of, of Maryville football. Everybody wants to see some football played. Everybody wants to see Maryville win, and that's, was, that's what we're going to get. I was really hoping that you were going to be like, oh, yeah, you already see Noah Vaughn, how big he is walking through the – like you ain't getting none of that. Well, here's the thing. Next Wednesday, I'm going to be even harder on you. Uh, Parker week. Parker looks huge. Well, I tell you, he's the leading rusher. He's going to run people ago. over. I'm telling you this year. I'll I'll never forget. And we're co- totally on a Maryville tangent. So if that's if that's not cool, sorry. But uh, I remember against Farragut, you know, linebackers are sick. You know, T's not going to play. All this stuff, all this going on, and I think he rips off 216 yards. Yes, yeah, so he comes in and plays. And everybody's I went, just – I went, they do know he's going to get the football, right? Like, because mm-hmm. about the 17th carry that went for five-plus yards, I'm like, they're not stopping this guy. No, and, and he's it, so quick side to side. And he's a stud. From my understanding, I talked to some of his younger coaches. 
Like they knew he was going to be good back then. Mm-hmm. He was an all-around athlete then. I think he played. I played uh, with him. Didn't he play quarterback early on? Wasn't well, he, he, he kind of like played the, for William Blunt. He played. It was. It was. He played a little bit of everything, to be honest. He was Mister Everything. Pretty much. I mean, when I played, I played freshman year and like eighth grade, uh-huh. and then uh, played in Parks and Rec and all yeah. that. And I played with him. Uh, I think it was two years, and it was great. I mean, I knew he was he was so fast back in the day. He was the fastest cat around, and he stills. He's pretty quick. Oh yeah, but I, I love what uh, what he's going to bring. I think he's put some size on. Going to be a big power guy, mm-hmm. and then you're going to have Noah Vaughn that can be the out of the backfield. I, I always call it the Reggie Bush player because I feel like that's who who kind of started uh, the resurgence of the out of the backfield play. But uh, I'm excited for what Maryville brings to the table. But kind of back you. to our topic. Um, I think high school is going to be – it's going to be coveted like it's not been coveted before. I oh. think and, – and, you know, we can speak for, for, for our circle and what we mean is Blunt County, uh, Maryville Alcoa, that dynamic, that rivalry, that's that's always going to be huge. Uh, but William Blunt Heritage, the, the Blunt County connection that is these four high schools, Greenback has some great programs and are able to, to really have a, a nice season and, and push for championships. I think when you look at it – People are going to go, we don't know what's happening around the world, but we know what's happening in our backyard. Let's go check out these local kids. The and viewership's going to be insane. I think TV. it should be. I think it should be. should be on radio, I think, oh, yeah, too, because, too. again, uh, you know, radio is there when you need it. So right. um, we're excited to do that. And then shameless plug, if, uh, if that makes sense to you and you need some uh, advertising for your business, check us out, 724-1100. That's 724-1100. But uh, but Carson, we don't know what what the future holds, but we know uh, next Friday night, Maryville, William Blunt, we know Alcoa Blackman, and then the likes of the county schools will lock horns as well. So uh, we're going to take our last break of the day, listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, a little grind time extra, we're going to jump Major League Baseball standings and NBA standings. Fun. The Phoenix Suns, yeah, not the Shaq-led Phoenix Suns, but oh, no. the Phoenix Suns, 7-0 and in the bubble. Who would have thunk it, and why are they so good? We'll talk it all on the flip. You're listening to The Grind. We'll be right back. Your hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. Your donation of gently used items plays a critical role in the life of CARM stores. Another critical role for the thrift stores is those who volunteer their time and energy to help the CARM stores team. During this unique time, we're excited to invite you to a new volunteer event. CARM stores Sortapalooza gives you an opportunity to get out and give back in an outside open-air environment with physical distancing and other precautions taken to ensure your safety. This first-of-a-kind event is taking place at the new Coming Soon Carm Store location at 4748 Centerline Drive 
in Knoxville. The event runs until August 15th and only a limited number of volunteer slots are available each day to allow for appropriate spacing. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make and it can be overwhelming but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust. Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. Your local Blount County Community Food Connection is still open serving local families in time of need and hardship. We provide prepackaged groceries to help meet your nutritional and dietary needs. The Community Food Connection is open Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 10 a.m. until noon for drive-up delivery only. Residents are asked to remain in their vehicle so that our volunteers may safely distribute the food. Directions as to how to enter and depart the facility will be clearly displayed. We thank you for your cooperation and look forward to serving you at your Blunt County Community Food Connection. 2020 has been anything but predictable, but there is one thing we can count on. Football will be back. Blunt Broadcasting is proud to remain the radio home for two of Tennessee's most successful high school football programs, Maribel High School and Alcoa High School. Each team looks to repeat as state champions, and your support is needed to get these great programs off and running here in 2020. So, if you or your business would like to support these great student athletes and great coaches, then help Blunt Broadcasting get their games on the radio. Give us a call and let WGAP and WKVL Radio get working for you. Give us a call at 865-724-1100. That's 865-724-1100. Or shoot us an email at info at WKVL.com. Let's work together to get your great business and these local high schools the exposure they have earned and deserve. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back to the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Carson Crouch as we grind it out here on a Wednesday edition. Carson, we've got about five minutes till the top of the hour. I told you shotgun style, and I didn't realize it was going to be this much. But uh, We're getting it in. But nonetheless, we talk about the NBA bubble and, and the success rate that they've had from the coronavirus, but the success rate of the, uh, of the, the, the Phoenix Suns have really spoken. Like The, the moment that I've... The three key points that I've known from the bubble is, A, the Pelicans and Zion uh, have been eliminated. You know, J.J. Redick had 13 straight postseason appearances until this year. It'll come That's to a close. Rough. I didn't even realize J.J. Redick had been in the pros for, for 13 years. Oh, well, I mean, he has been to different teams here. He's oh, been yeah, he's been everywhere. He's been to different teams here and there. So. He's got a lot more tattoos. I went and saw his uh, – I went to Duke, and they've got a set of his shoes on display. Mm-hmm. They're the size of that printer. They're yeah. huge. Well, Beats you know, you look at them on TV. They're like, oh, they're they're not that tall. And then you get right next to them, and oh yeah, he's a big boy. 
I mean, there's just a lot of a lot of good people. But but people in the bubble, they look like Milwaukee Bucks are going to walk into the Eastern Conference one seed. Uh, probably got that locked up at this point. The LA mm-hmm. Lakers have locked up the one seed in the uh, in, in the in the West. But but what do you see? I know you you say you're you're a Houston Rockets fan. Right. Uh, what do you what do you see from the Rockets? Do you see them them really making some uh, some some noise? Do they get in one of those odd number seeds where they can stay away from the Lakers until late in the playoffs or? Or right now they're stuck in that four hole, mm-hmm. which if they stick right there, uh, they'll see them in the uh, in the quarterfinals or the divisional round. Right, it would be something that uh, we're really close to getting to the Denver Nuggets, um, right under them. The De- Denver is a team that you have to watch out for, but specifically talking about Houston right now, we're a small lineup. We're playing that small lineup. A lot of people ask Mike D'Antoni's playing that small lineup for y'all. How is it going to work later on? And we have shooters. We shoot more than any NBA team ever of all time. Yeah, and that's um, that's going up against some of those uh, Warrior teams. Right, and I think with James Harden, his postseason play obviously has not been the best uh, in the past. He has seemed to choke, like they say, in the postseason. But I think this year will be different. I think Russell Westbrook and his leadership when we rotate in here and there is going to be good. I think if we can keep him healthy, that's good. Eric Gordon and P.J. Tucker are lights-out shooters, and it seems that the NBA does not like to play defense, so it's good because they leave him open in the corner every time, and Eric Gordon splashes him every time. So I'm expecting to get up there to that three seed. Could you call him Splash Gordon? I could. He, You know, he's a guy that, you know, he's not – he makes – average but he he shoots like he's the best shooter in the league and I'm, i love it i'll tell you the eastern conference is all but tied up some there's some positioning that can be played but the eight teams will be the milwaukee bucks toronto raptors boston celtics miami heat indiana pacers philadelphia 76ers brooklyn nets and the orlando magic but right. the western conference isn't that sealed up probably the most nervous team in the bubble right now is the portland trailblazers as they have the memphis grizzlies phoenix suns the scorchings Phoenix Suns and the San Antonio Spurs all within two games of that eighth spot. Do you think Portland holds on, or do you think one of these streaking teams uh, get back up there? If I put my money on anybody, honestly, it's the Spurs just because they're history. But I, I, I wouldn't discount the Suns, man. They just don't know how to lose in the bubble. Disney's um, been good to them. Well, you know, Damian Lillard dropped 61 points last time. Yeah. Um, he had to. Oh, he had to. It was <laughs> it was versus the Mavs and Luka Doncic, and honestly, I I'm I'm with you there. The Spurs beat the Rockets last night. They're a team that's either going to come out and get flat out whooped, or they're going to come out and whoop you, and it's very weird. <laughs> um, but I I can see the I can see Portland hanging on too. If Damian Lillard plays like that, it's going to be something. But I I really can see Memphis and Jaw. They're a team that, well, Jaron Jackson, he's out for the season with that ACL tear, so I'm, I'm counting them out. Phoenix, I want to see them in playoffs, but obviously they won't make it there. You don't think so? Well, 33-39. and 39, the yeah, but they're is, only th- th- – I could see it. I could see it, but I just don't know. It just seems – T.J. Warren has been the biggest deal for them, dropping 30-plus oh, yeah. a game, and it's insane. Well, the the thing is, is they they fight for rebounds, and that's what I love about what the way Phoenix is playing right now. Now, is that something that's sustainable? Is that something that they've right. they've worked on? I like the way they play. I think they play an aggressive brand of basketball that you don't see a lot in the NBA. And you know what? I'm I'm voting for the Suns because I just don't think Portland can do it. Right. That eight seed's a fight. 
But Carson, thanks for thanks for coming in. Always great. fun talking. We're gonna have you back next week, game week, as the Rebels look to take on the Governor. Fun. Hey, we'll talk it all tomorrow. You don't want to miss Thursday edition, but if you're on your way to work or on your way home, take care, be safe, and yes, grind on.